Welcome to Vet Friends Podcast, Living Life in Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. Vet Friends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Mullineau. For more information about Vet Friends, you can visit us at www.vetfriends.org. You can also call us at 844-374-3639. Again, that number is 844-374-3639. Bridge Friends Podcast is sponsored by My Vitiligo Team. Welcome to Living Life in Love at Night. I haven't done one of these in a long time. I've been focusing on my regular podcast and my Brother to Brother series and did a few other series, but I wanted to come on and talk about a few things just briefly. One is giving people flowers while they're still with us. We got to start as a community celebrating each other now when I look around we're still fighting and there's a lot of infighting there's a lot of fighting with other organizations and for what purpose that does not help anyone on their vitiligo journey we need to start celebrating each other for who we are as people for what we do in our community not just vitiligo but all around Um, sometimes we focus only on vitiligo as if that's all we ever do. For some of us, it is. We only focus on vitiligo advocacy, but some of us are doing more than just that. Um, And we have to start celebrating each other for the things we're doing and letting people know that they are cared for, that they are loved in the moment. You know, we shouldn't wait to say that to somebody. We shouldn't wait to tell somebody that I care for you, I love you, or oh, that you matter. We should start doing that now while they can accept it and hear it and feel it and know it. Um, we've had uh, some changes in our community. You know, we've had, uh, we've lost Brother Neil, and even in North Carolina, we lost a gentleman that we had um, introduced to our community, invited to the community. Um, but unfortunately he passed away in December. So he never made it to the community. So, you know, as I sit and think about our vitiligo journeys, you know, everybody's at a different place, different stage in life. Um, Some people have accepted their vitiligo. Some people have refused treatment because they are gonna live their lives without having to rely on treatment for the rest of their life. Um. Well, some people haven't, you know, there's the reality that some people will uh, go through this journey struggling to accept what they look like. And I understand that, you know, vitiligo is hard on all of us. Um, and it goes to my, my big point. Um, sometimes we get very judgmental when it comes to the community and how we see each other. You don't have enough vitiligo. Your vitiligo is not in the right place. And you know, even for myself, I don't have much of my face. I don't I have some around the edges of my mouth, a little spot on my neck, and it hasn't grown much at all. Um, will it? I have no idea. I'm not a doctor, I'm not a researcher, I'm not a scientist. I, I don't know what it's going to do, but it hasn't done anything in 20 plus years. But the rest of my vitiligo on the other parts of my body is doing whatever it wants to do. If I've repigmented it in some parts, 
I'm losing more pigmentations in some parts. It's moving, it's shifting. You know, so vitiligo is one of the mysterious conditions slash diseases out there. And we need to celebrate each other while we're on our journey into this unknown realm of vitiligo. You know, as much as we think we know about it, you talk to the doctors, they can tell you, we think it's hereditary, we think it's stress related, we know it's an autoimmune um, disease that, that really is the catalyst of vitiligo and that's where the vitiligo starts. And But it, they can't tell you much more because if they knew more about vitiligo, they could develop a cure. And speaking of a cure, there's currently no cure. And I'm saying this because there's some misinformation out in the community that there's a cure. There are doctors and researchers, yes, are looking for a cure. They are testing many different things, but there's no cure. Once they find something that's going to work in the form of a cure, they will let us know. There's a lot of research out there. There are a lot of articles about it. And if you read those articles, no matter how well the treatment, notice treatment is working, they also state that currently there's no cure. So we got to be careful when we're out telling people about vitiligo, saying that there's a cure coming. It could be. It could be 20 years from now. It could be 10 years from now. You know, they have been working on treatments for the past 20 plus years. And the best that they can do right now is Opsilora, which originally was not designed for vitiligo, but it's working for vitiligo. It is not a cure, it's a treatment. And with any treatment, you have to use it for an extended period of time. The unknown part of this is that when you stop treatment, will your vitiligo come back and how much? That's what we don't know. And that's why they do clinical trials. That's why people who go through trials may stay in it for several years. They'll check and see where their status is. So there's a lot to the process, but we have to be careful what we're selling to people in our own conversations. You know, I had a lady stop me the other day in the store. She tells me, I know a doctor that cured that. I said, really? I said, cause there's no cure. There's only treatments. What the doctor did uh, locally, she treated a child that had vitiligo. Um, the treatment works. And I did explain to the lady, I said, yes, there are treatments out there. You have to continue to use the treatment to get the results. I said, currently there's no cure. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then even in thinking in terms of treatment, it is not guaranteed to work on the feet and hands. Opsilora is probably the best um, option out there. But for those of us that have it in other parts of the body, as they'll tell you, it's working, but it doesn't work as fast. So you may have to use it for a long time. And those who want to use the treatment, you know, use it, uh, celebrate the results. But there are some people who don't want treatments. And that's where, as a community, we have to make sure we're not fighting with with each other, you know, oh, you want a treatment, oh, you don't want a treatment. Everybody's in a different stage in their lives, you know, because I don't want a treatment doesn't mean that the next man or woman doesn't want one, you know, and if they're going to go get treated, support them in that. And let's pray that their journey is successful, you know, and that is until they get a cure. Um, and whenever that may be, let me just say that whenever that may be, um, there are some advances in 
medical technology they're working on. But the delightful is mysterious. Let's be real. It moves like it's alive. And I say that because I look at my spots. It grows in one spot. It shrinks. Then another spot pops up that may disappear. Another spot shows up. That's the mystery behind vitiligo. You know, it's a lot that we don't know. Um, but I've had conversations with people in the community and we have to be careful on how we are addressing each other. Um, I'm trying to put this in a very nice way. We've had people that have attacked others because they're not living their lives like they think they should live it. You know, somebody's judging somebody else based on their life. Look, we got to stop this. We have no right to tell anyone how to live their lives. We need to focus on our own. Let me say that again. We need to focus on our own lives, not focus on somebody else and telling them if you don't accept this as fact, you're going to hell or wherever, you know. No, we have no right to tell anybody that. If somebody does not want to take a uh, treatment, somebody does not believe in the science of uh, Absolora and, and, you know, do not believe in what insight is doing, that is up to them. You know, that doesn't mean they're going to hell or, you know, their life is going to fall apart because they don't believe in it. You know, um, we got to be very careful. There's a lot of judgment going out there telling people what they're going to do, where they're going, because somebody carries pride in themselves. Yes, there are some nar narcissism out there. Yes, that's true. We can't change that. Don't worry about what somebody else is doing. Let's focus on us. What are we doing as people to make ourselves better citizens? And I'm not talking about just vitiligo because sometimes we think because we have vitiligo that makes us better than other people. No, and that's not for all people, but some people have, I've seen it, I've heard it, I've read it. It doesn't make us better. It makes us stand out. Now, it's up to you what you're going to do with that if you're going to stand out. You know, do you use that ability to stand out to help others? Are you using it to help yourself? Are you using it to, you know, glorify, you know, your skin? Are you, I mean, everybody's going to do it for different reasons, different purposes. You know, not to say it's wrong, but that's just them, you know, and no one has the right to tell somebody how to live their life. I mean, just plain and simple. None of us. So on that note, as you're moving about in your journey and interacting with others, not just with vitiligo, but just other people, treat people with kindness and respect and with love and caring. And you get so much more out of it. Um, if you go in spitting venom, you're either going to get bitten or you're going to get venom spit back at you. So be careful of how you're interacting with people. And just remember, just because you have vitiligo, doesn't mean you can't live your life. Live your life to the fullest. Do the things that you want to do in life. Try your best to get out and socialize and interact with others. Let people see your heart because a lot of people out here, and this is what I'm learning in my own personal journey, people are not focused on our skin like that. We are. And I get it because it's our skin. We have to live with it. We have to look in the mirror. We have to decide if I'm going to love myself today or am I going to like myself tomorrow? What's going to happen? It is a part of the vitiligo journey. But the people I interact with, they can look past it. You know, most times they don't even say, 
oh, you're scanned. Let me ask you. No, they, they don't ask me about my vitiligo. I've now I work in the school system. I've given presentations uh, to the staff and kids about what vitiligo is and what it isn't. And they accept that. And I know sometimes and, and I'm going to close soon. We get into this thing of every child with vitiligo has been bullied. And that is not true. That is not a fact. Some kids, yes. But here's the thing. Even if you didn't have vitiligo, some kids are still going to get bullied. It happens. It's a part of who we are, the makeup of human nature. We see somebody who looks different, walk different, talk different, act different. We're going to pick with them. It's unfortunate that it's still going on in 2023, but it's a reality. When I walk through this school and there are kids in my school with vitiligo, no one has ever bullied them because they have vitiligo. Matter of fact, none of the kids I'm thinking about have not been bullied. I think a lot of it goes back to some of our kids and how they carry themselves and interact with others. You know, when I see the kids interacting with other kids, if they're having any challenges, it's because they're just being silly, you know, but I have not seen the bullying um, for vitiligo. I've never been bullied for vitiligo. I've had adults say things, you know, people are going to make comments. But to me, that's not bullying. That's people being people. They're going to make comments. Um, there are some people who have experienced bullying because of their skin or have been treated differently. Have I been treated differently because of my skin? Yes. Did I let it stop me from living my life? No. I won't. Well, correction. I did at one point until I made a choice. And we all have a choice. I made a choice to live my life. And vitiligo has to live with me instead of allowing vitiligo to choose what I did and didn't do in my life and my day and all that other stuff and who I interact with. So it's one of those things we got to think about as we're moving through our day. I just want to share that, share my thoughts, but I will chat with y'all later. Y'all take care. You've been listening to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. Y'all take care and God bless. And remember, vitiligo is not contagious. Love is.